the swag them boss. And welcome to another episode of the Sartorial and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I'm your host, Webster Style. Now, the Thanksgiving season is upon us at the time of the recording. Thanksgiving is but a few days away. And one of the staples of Thanksgiving from the aspect of what's on television is one charlie brown thanksgiving which there are issues about that which i'm not going to discuss but also the wizard of oz and recently this weekend the wizard of oz was on tbs and i sat down to watch it for the first time in many many years and me being the quote-unquote amateur film buff that i am one of the things that i absolutely love about movies is the movie making process some of my favorite dvds that i own or have owned in the past are my favorites not necessarily because of the movies but because of the special features the behind the scenes aspects the documentaries regarding how the movies were made or even genres in some cases for me specifically i think of the house of the dead dvd that came out House of the Dead is a horrible but fun movie to watch based on the old Sega game. But the DVD includes, and it's been some time since I watched it, it's a 30 to 60 minute documentary on zombie movies. And they talk to Romero, Greg Nicotero, and they go through the whole evolution of zombie movies. And that is absolutely awesome Casablanca one of my favorite movies of all time it the DVD that I have has a very good in-depth documentary on the making of the movie and its cultural impact over the years and how the movie was made and with that I look at a lot of older movies through the eyes of how revolutionary it was what sort of impact it was it had on cinema and looking at the wizard of oz now in 2020 for a movie that's been around since 1939 you totally see how it has stood the test of time there were special effects there that were above and beyond anything that had been seen in cinema and it is just a movie that oozes magic from the direction, from the cinematography, from the use of colors and how it just grabs you in. Because I had no intention of watching Wizard of Oz this weekend. I was literally just sitting down, flipping through the channels, and I'm like, oh, it's on, let me watch it. And I sat there and I was just mesmerized about the special effects, the costuming, how just even the monkeys and i really i need to see if there were the monkeys the flying monkeys were little kids but how they seamlessly were running and then just started flying with the wires and you know their wires there even if you didn't see them just they flew up into the air effortlessly you did not know or the air of fantasy was very much in effect you could not see any of the mirrors even the effects for the wizard while may seem rudimentary today with today they CGI special effects. It's really amazing the things that they did with the technology that they had in the 30s and 40s and even with that going to the Universal Monster movies and why I love them so much is because of the special effects that they were able to develop and create for those movies. In many of those, for instance, the 
device that was used to bring Frankenstein to life in the original Frankenstein, that is something that Hollywood has not been able to create. So much so that they had to reuse the exact same device to show the Terminator, an original Terminator, I believe also in Terminator 2, coming into the present from the future. So that whole warping effect, that was using the equipment in Dr. Frankenstein's lab that created Frankenstein to create that effect, the actual equipment from the movie in the 30s. And it's amazing as to what sort of technology that the men and women of those films and the techniques that they created to really create magical worlds on screen that have stood the test of time that have captivated the imaginations of literally generations since they were created and with Wizard of Oz it is one of those movies where you sit and you watch it and you are just in awe at the performance now mind you as an adult I really look at the performances and Judy Garland's Dorothy annoys the heck out of me it really like she was just so annoying of a character I was like girl suck it up stop crying it was like oh it, it so infuriated me but to see the the performances of the gentleman played the lion, the cowboy lion, the tin man, the scarecrow, I just really fell in love with their performances and the performances of the gentleman played the wizard in addition to specifically, and this is going to sound odd, the woman who played the wicked witch. I absolutely, sitting there watching when we loved her performance, it was so over the top and you can tell she was really having fun with that character uh, going forth in the movie so I absolutely love it I think that if you have not watched Wizard of Oz uh, in years I think as an adult if you're an adult listening to this you should sit back and watch the movie and really look at it from the aspect of how did they do this how did they do that wow you know, just the techniques that were done to create such a quote unquote big budget blockbuster of 1939. It's really amazing and awesome if you look at it through that sort of lens. So I recommend you watching Wizard of Oz. In addition, a lot of those older classic sci-fi movies and fantasy movies from the 30s and 40s because in horror movies as well, because the special effects that they used really set the tone for modern times. They were creating whole new genres, whole new ways of doing things uh, back then. And if you're someone like me who really appreciates film and what the creative people behind the film do, I think you'll really appreciate that. So I'm pretty sure that Wizard of Oz is probably streaming on HBO Max. This is not a plug, and I do not. Uh, own HBO Max or subscribe to it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be on there uh, with a lot of other classic films, and it's not. I'm pretty sure TBS is going to be running it during the course of this whole week. If not, it'll probably be on demand, or you can always rent it. I'm pretty sure that you can rent it somewhere for a very inexpensive price if you just want to watch out for it. So that is my take on The Wizard of Oz and the magic accordingly. Uh, that goes along with it and why this is the test of time. And I'm going to steal a segment 
for my good friends at the Blood Corner Podcast. So I'm going to institute as of this uh, episode what we're going to call the download. And this is not just going to be about gaming, but it is also going to be just basic media that I've seen this week that I think that you may be interested in the listeners here of the Sartorio and Geek Podcast by Webster Style. And this week's download is a classic PC title that was remastered for consoles very recently and that is Duke Nukem 3D and I believe it's Ultimate Edition I'm not or Anniversary Edition excuse me and that game came out a few months ago and I actually wrote up a quick uh, post about it uh, Elon Webster style or uh, the next issue excuse me Pop Culture Uncovers, uh, what it's called. So it's been a, quite a while, maybe about a year or so, but currently as part of the Black Friday sales that are going on digitally, you can get it on your Xbox One or Xbox One S or X if you're one of the fortunate ones that have upgraded your system for a mere $2.99. Yes, I said Duke Nukem 3D Anniversary Edition Remastered can be had as of this date for $2.99. It is one of those no-brainer purchases that I just had to do because it is a classic game. It is a game that I believe, uh, I'm not sure if it was my senior high school that I downloaded as shareware on my mom's old uh, Hewlett Packard computer and just put it on guard mode and just played the crap out of it. It was one of those games that was just so fun and so ludicrous that it was just a a joy to play. And I downloaded it and I played it and I played it and realized, oh, not much has changed because I'm getting motion sickness just playing the first level. Those old school uh, first person shooters can can do a number on your eyes, especially as, you know, older men, older people like myself uh, really can attest to. But that is my download, Duke Nukem 3D Anniversary Edition. It is currently just $2.99, so it's cheaper than your Starbucks coffee uh, on the Xbox Marketplace. So with that, after the download, we're going to take a break and come back after a word from our sponsor. Now, one of the things that obviously I love are fragrances, and with this journey of fragrances that I've been on, I've tried my best to really support uh, independent fragrances, whether it is a small company or a shop of one. Well, I guess that's still a small company, uh, particularly because, well, one, I like getting things in fragrances that aren't really mass market, that that way I don't smell like anyone else, but also more importantly, to really put dollars into the hands of small businesses and also use the small platform that I have to really amplify their products, especially if I I like them. Uh, That's the key thing. I'm not going to shout out anything I don't like or just think you should not buy. So if you've noticed that trend that he only talks about things he likes, yeah, there's there's a reason for that. If I don't like it, I'm not going to put a spotlight on it. So... But one of the companies that I follow for a while is a company called Perspective Black on Instagram. And they are primarily a men's grooming company. So a lot of beard oils, beard balms, things of that nature. And as someone with a beard, it's something I'm interested in. But recently I've noticed they also had a fragrance and it was very reasonably priced. They are selling a 
30 ml bottle of their fragrance for 22 bucks and that right now sale also includes a free bottle of a free jar of their beer balm and the shipping was free so it was 22 bucks for you know a nice fragrance and a surprisingly relatively large container of, of beer balm so i'll talk about the beer balm in a minute but the fragrance might okay let me try it out it's described as having top notes or a opening of a citrus floral with mid notes of woods and base notes of spices those are the that is the description the main description of the note so nothing particular as far as the individual notes when i first sprayed it i just smelled lemony lemony booziness and again that's my nose someone else may find a little bit different it's a little overpowering but not in a bad way i actually quite like it and is growing on me as i wear it i've worn it about two to three times now to get a good sense of the fragrance it very much reminds me of a gin and tonic if that makes sense so i enjoy that booziness and with that i get maybe about a half hour of really good projection from there it goes into the woods and for me the woods are fleeting i the first time i wore it it really transitioned from the opening to the base for me the second time i got a better sense of the woods and the nose woods going into the spices and the spices are very much a a good scent to go along with this time of year i can't really pick out um, any of the spices however i will say that the fragrance as a whole smells very organic not overly synthetic I do like it. I can't say I like it a lot, uh, but it's one of those fragrances where I enjoy it. I enjoy wearing it. I particularly enjoy it because I find a little bit something different each time I, I wear it. And considering the circumstances, I haven't really gotten any feedback outside of my own nose on it. And that's also partially because it doesn't last long, which is probably my biggest disappointment to this. I have been getting three to four hours of performance and that means performance until it totally disappears i can't smell it anymore however i am not adverse to reapplying this fragrance that's how much i do like it is one of those ones where I, I don't mind keeping the bottle with me as a small bottle to respray it and it's really quite nice it's really right quite refreshing the opening is definitely one that will get you in a certain mood i would definitely say this is very much more of a casual scent i don't know if i would wear this one that's to the office it doesn't give me that office power projection vibes however it is one definitely i will wear out is one i will wear out uh socially is one i will wear around the house i really enjoy it and it, enjoying it even more each time that i wear it. so their signature fragrance i didn't even say the name of, is just called perspective and that's with a v not with an e so i really like it there and then on the flip side their beer balm, which is a, a larger container than what I imagined it would be, it was really phenomenal. The smell of the wintergreen version, it's really great. And one of the things I hate about beer balm is that it's almost as if if you purchase one, it's like one or two consistencies. It's either that pudding consistency or is that hard um, petroleum jelly consistency. This is literally right in the middle. And I really love it because it's it's really smooth. You can rub it in your hands, work it into your beard, and it really gives 
uh, so far really good hold and it doesn't kick up in your beard as well I have some others that uh, are very much more of the harder petroleum jelly consistency and definitely after really putting a lot of work to work into my hands uh, smooth it out and work into my beard so it doesn't kick up so you don't have those um, random clumps in your beard which I really absolutely hate so that's the wintergreen perspective black beard balm Again, I think that especially for the price points, you cannot go wrong with the quality of these fragrance of the fragrance and also the beer balm as well. I'm very interested in trying more of their products going along. I was really, really impressed with the beer balm and really enjoy wearing the fragrance. So I definitely suggest you check them out. There'll be a link in the show notes for how you can find them on the web and or Instagram. And that's enough time for me today on this episode of the Sartorial and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I hope that at the time of this recording, and if you hear this this week, that you have a very happy and safe Thanksgiving with your family, however you choose to celebrate this week if you're in the U.S., and as always, thank you again for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Sartorial and Geek or at Webster Style. Email us info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Find us on the web at WebsterStyle.com or SartorialandGeek.com or find us on Twitter at Webster Style. Thank you again for your time. Be safe and stay blessed. On the floor, pal, and the one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Oh, you wanted to? Oh, I completely read that wrong. <laughs>